Film Critics Circle Wednesday, Oppenheimer director Christopher Nolan talked about a Peloton class he once took. In the middle of the workout, the instructor started dunking on his 2020 time travel thriller, Tenet, while playing a song from its soundtrack. Well, that instructor appears to have made peace with Nolan, saying on Instagram that she never wants to give back the time she spent watching Oppenheimer. <laughs> but this is how ugly it got, okay? This is what that Peloton instructor said. Uh -huh. um, has anybody seen this expletive? I'm not kidding. Somebody's got to explain this. What the F is going on in this movie? Oh, Do you understand? Seriously, you need to be a neuroscientist to understand it, and that's oh. two and a half hours of my life that I want back. <laughs> Listen, I will grant you that Tenet was complex and a challenge intellectually, but maybe don't go out in public and brag about how you didn't have the intellectual speed to keep up with a movie. <laughs> That's just funny. Oh, my God. Kate Meehan is our pop culture editor at DailyBoom.net. Kate, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Good morning. So let's see. The, the Peloton instructress decided that she uh, she was going to tell everybody that uh, she didn't understand Tenet, which I think probably a lot of people struggled to understand Tenet. It was a complicated movie. But still, this is a funny way if you're Chris Nolan to find out about it, right? Well, yeah. I mean, and she leaned in a little bit, which, okay, if you want to lean in, but she kind of kept going about how she didn't get it, yeah. which just in the end didn't make her look like the, the brightest bulb in the strand. <laughs> But I'm glad you said it, out. not me. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Like, there comes a point where you don't have to keep leaning in because you start to make yourself sound a little bit dumb. But he found out because of being in a Peloton class. And, you know, and, and he gave this speech, but then he did a follow-up. Um, there was a follow-up. I don't know if it was a full interview or just, like, you know, one of those red carpet quickies. But he said that, like, these kinds of comments are actually really motivating when people don't get it or when people bag on you when you least expect it. Mm -hmm. Like, that stuff is what lights a fire under creative people. So he kind of, you know, didn't take it too, too seriously, but, but also will use stuff like that for his motivation for what he does next. So the next film might be even more complex. <laughs> Yeah, there's two ways to go on that, right? You you make sure yeah, that right. even the slow skiers can keep up, or you just, you say, ah, screw it. <laughs> this is going to be a double black diamond, yeah. right? Oh, that's funny. Exactly. Um, Love is Blind. One of the contestants on Love is Blind, the Netflix uh, reality series, in air quotes, um, <laughs> is what she's suing or she's complaining because they put her with a homeless drug addict paired up even despite him being violent and... What what happened here? Look. <laughs> <laughs> Drama around a reality it's show like, is sometimes just marketing, right? It's like this. <laughs> if you sign up for this and, and you are not in the business and you don't know anything and they pick you and you're like, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me, and they pick you, things are never going to be as bright and shiny as they seem. And so... They picked her, and 
matched her with somebody that was seemingly not a very good candidate. Maybe they hadn't run his background enough. Maybe, who knows? But they took away her phone. They took away her resources. They, quote, locked her in a hotel room, which if you're doing these shows like this, you're not locked in, but but you are kind of put in. You are told to stay here till somebody comes and gets you. Yeah. Like the conditions that she's describing are pretty accurate for anybody doing a reality show. Like what you see on camera is not really what they went through behind the scenes. So she is suing because of her treatment. She's suing um, all, all sorts of things are in, are in that lawsuit actually. And it's probably pretty on point. They're probably going to settle because, you know, where are the lies? And if this guy was really the things that she's claiming, well, then there's got to be a paper trail. And the fact that they overlooked the paper trail or missed it completely will equal settling out of, out of court for sure. Yeah, they either didn't check hard enough or they did check and went ahead with a bad decision. And either way, they're probably going to have to pay for right. it. But, yeah, I mean, right. I, I just – did you think they they were in? I always think that you know I I get there there can be bad things done, maybe even culpable things done. At the same time, did you think that they were working for your benefit? <laughs> I mean, right. reality I show people, producers yeah. reality show producers are trying to create drama and crazy, yeah. and so don't be yeah. too eager to be a participant in that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so exactly. my my favorite story of the day, I think is that Snoop Dogg is now going to be a field reporter for the Olympics. And the last time he did this, he covered dressage. And somebody sent me a link, and I haven't been able to watch it yet, but apparently there's available video of Snoop Dogg covering high-end equestrian competitions, and I have to watch. (laughs) Well, I guess that didn't land really well. Because this time around, he's going to be our, our Parisian tour guide. That's okay. what it's going to be. We're going to sightsee with Snoop, which I, I don't know. Like, I, I wonder, because he supposedly has quit smoking, I think he's still sticking to that, I think. So we don't know what clean, sober, clear-thinking Snoop is really like. Like, I, oh, I, th- I thought, I, didn't, he, didn't he come out and say that that was just a gimmick, that he's not smoking, like, barbecue that didn't have anything to do with the marijuana? Or did I misread that? He's flip-flopped all over okay. the place. Okay, fair enough. So I, yeah, so I still hold to the notion that we don't know what, like, a non-smoking Snoop is like. And if he's not smoking, what if he has anger issues? I mean, that would be hilarious to me because <laughs> he's always so chill. He's right, right. Like, what if he's really angry? Or or has he cleaned it up a little bit so that he can go and be our Paris tour guide? You know, you kind of have to wonder. He chalked it up to family stuff. But, you know, he's getting older and maybe he wants to do different things. So, yes, he's going to help us to tour Paris during the Olympics. He's when you got the late night hungry munchies, sport. you can go around the corner for this baguette. See? That's, <laughs> that's you want a croissant? I'll get you a croissant. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, so I give credit to them. It's clever. It's different, and if you told me that, uh, look, the uh, the men's 100 is going to get you know in, inserted field reporting from Snoop Dogg, I'd watch to see that just out of train wreck effect, yes. you know? So yes. maybe that's something. Exactly. The Epstein list is the 2024 version of Geraldo opening up the Al Capone vault. Everybody thinks there's going to be giant piles of dirt and mud and people are going to get charged with stuff. 
And in the end, you're like, oh, Bill Clinton, huh? Okay. Like, yeah, any name that's going to be on there, you probably would have expected to be on there. Yeah. Anything connected to it has probably been already connected to him in whispers anyway. And yeah, and, and, you know, there's this notion that, oh, everybody in Hollywood was connected. And I don't, I don't buy into that. I think there are still some people, even in Hollywood with moral compasses, that just don't want to go down those roads. Like, I just don't believe that everybody is connected. And if everybody was really connected and there was a paper trail, then we would start to get some more interesting names that would make us be like, oh, no. Right. And that's not happening. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a Geraldo moment, I think. And then the last thing is um, I had never heard this name. You may know this person better, but is it Joe Coy that's going to be hosting the Golden Globes and actually got joke writing tips from other people who turned the gig down on Sunday? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, he got it at the last minute, too. Like, they announced him a couple days before Christmas, which is only two weeks before oh, the gosh. awards are shown. That's short notice. And he just got his, yeah, and he just got his writers just a couple days ago. So the writers had a year to put together a show, and he's had, like, under two weeks to uh. learn and get tips about hosting. But he is funny, and he's is very likable. So who knows? It might be a good move. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes you put the put a good person in a weird situation and they thrive. So I, you know, I certainly hope it's entertaining. Yeah. Uh, Kate Meehan is our pop culture editor at DailyBoom.net. As always, Kate, thank you for the time. Happy New Year. And for people who hadn't caught the news previously, uh, she has taken a morning radio show gig. So sometime in the next couple of weeks, we will have our last time talking with Kate, unfortunately, after all these years. But Kate, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you.